Good morning and welcome. I mean, comment ça va? <laughs> Bonjour. Fuck you. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Um, episode maybe 156. I think that's right. Of the Sunday Conversation podcast. Hosted by Aaron and I, presented by Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa. Aaron, we're going to jump right off the bat here, and we're just going to do a a little roll reversal. We're going to play a little uh, insert fun festive trivia music, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to give me an answer. Okay. Sounds great, Benny. What is the temperature in Mexico Beach, Florida right now? I will go with, hold on, judging by the way that you're dressed, I'm going to go 47 no, degrees. 47 is, is eight degrees off. Now, what Damn. direction is it off? Uh, I am going to guess that I was high. It's 39 yes, degrees. Yes, it's 39 degrees right now in Mexico Beach, Florida. Um, It's the gumbo cook-off today. Oh, buddy pretty exciting stuff but uh i just can't believe that i'm freezing right now i'm freezing uh it's you know it's wild is i think it's it's like it's like 30 degrees here but it's you know it's february in new england it should be but it was like but it was like 60 during the week it's just crazy to me that like within the next couple weeks like colleges are going to be going on spring break and it's like oh yeah let's <laughs> yeah right four, 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 you know Make sure may, you bring your know, parka yeah uh, pack a winter hat and uh snow boots but uh how the hell are you bro uh ben i am uh, you know o- overall i'm well you know all things considered and i'm well i'm just dealing with some first world problems over here um what you're referring to and your little troll job with, uh, you know, <laughs> starting the episode in in French. I am at war with the French. Um, uh, I am flying. So this is all Norway trip related. I am flying Air France for the second time. Uh, keep in mind, the first time I flew Air France, I was on my way to on my way to Boston on a train to catch my flight to Milan. Not a big deal. Ever heard of it? And uh, my flight got canceled as I was on a train up there. Um, It took me about an hour and a half to get a new flight scheduled. uh, And I lost the day of my trip. Of course, when these things happen, you know, the the airlines do nothing to to accommodate you. They've got you by the balls. So fast forward to this week. uh, And some has even changed since I texted you, Ben, even though I didn't tell you what happened. So. Yeah, I I just knew that it was bad. I just knew I, it was really bad. So originally, my original flight plan was to leave, to fly out of JFK on uh, Friday night at like eleven thirty. It's like Friday, June sixteenth. Flight leaves at like eleven thirty, which is perfect. You know, means I have plenty of time Today's, to get down it's there. A birthday? I didn't know it was a birthday trip. Yep. Yep. Um. Well, it's more shout, for the. Uh, Shout out June eighteenth. Right, thank you. It's more of more for the um, <laughs> the uh, summer solstice, which is right after my birthday every year. You know, um, so I'm supposed to leave June sixteenth. 
basically midnight, which is awesome. You know, fly through the night, sleep the whole time, no jet lag, get there, ready to rip, right? So I'm supposed to fly JFK to Paris. I'm supposed to get into Paris around 2.30 in the afternoon. And then I have a short layover and then it's an hour flight to Oslo. I'll be in Oslo by like 4.30 Saturday afternoon, get the rental car, get all my bags and all that stuff squared away, you know, and then have the night in Oslo, leave town the next day, only to come back later in the week. That's the plan. So when I texted you the first time, I had gotten an email from Air France saying that they had to reschedule some of my flights. And I look at the new itinerary and the flight they rescheduled was my flight leaving JFK on Friday night. They moved it from 1130 on Friday night to 830 on Saturday night. So it's basically throwing a day of my trip away. Just fuck your trip. You lose a day. So I'm like, all right, in my head, I'm like, well, I'm like, it's not for four months anyways. Like, there's plenty of time. I, You know, I can't imagine that this is like set in stone. This is how it's going to have to be, right? Fast forward to, uh, that was Wednesday. So this is Thursday. This happens. I get another email. We've changed. We've had to make changes to your itinerary. So I open up this email and I see, oh, good. They've, it looks like they've gotten me back on the 1130 PM Friday night flight. But, the flight they changed was my connecting flight from Paris to Oslo. And as I said, my connecting flight was like 2, 2.30 in the afternoon. Or excuse me, I get into Paris at 2, 2.30 in the afternoon, something like that. The connecting flight they put me on is at 12.30 in the afternoon. So they changed me to a flight that leaves two hours before I'm going to be there, which they know they have. They control my itinerary. They do. They made this plan. So they know I literally won't be able to get on the flight and then that's it. And they're like, sorry for any inconvenience. You know, here's a link you could click on that doesn't take you anywhere. Uh, Sorry, this has to be this way. So basically right now I'm either losing a day of my trip or I'm already, I've already missed my connecting flight and I, you know, haven't even taken off yet. So it's just, uh, I know I'm not the only person dealing with uh, airline problems right now. It seems to be, I saw a story the other day that was like, uh, a f- there was a flight that like circle, had to circle an airport for like 12 hours before they let it land. And it just literally was looping and they just couldn't land for 12 hours. Um, but, you know, my stepmom's going to listen to this. She's going to just, she loves pointing out the fact how, that how I always have, much, have travel problems. How do they have that much fuel to circle for 12 hours? It, it must have been a, seem- like an international flight or something. I don't know. Seems like a very, I mean, I hate to say it, but like, you know, if you're carrying 12 hours extra fuel. That sounds like uh, a target. If you, if you will. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess I hadn't <laughs> thought of that, but yeah, it makes sense. Uh, uh, so, so, so Aaron- the long and the short of it is Air France is fucking me and either costing me a day of my trip or I'm going to miss a flight just right away. That's such that's such a buzzkill, honestly, because like, you know, yeah, you can think of it like you know, the fact that you can even fly places like that's, you yeah, know, right. you're lucky to be able to do that. But then on the flip side, it's like, you, like, what's the point of like, you know, it's like you can't even unless you're jumping on your private jet, you know, it's like you you physically 
you have no control in this matter whatsoever. And Zero. not to mention, if you got on the phone with them, they could easily just pull the old swoop and swap trick. And, uh, uh, oh, shoot. I would really have like loved to say this in, in French. Uh, uh, ne parler anglais. Right. I don't know if that's correct, but we don't speak English. So now you're double fucked. I don't swear anymore, but that's, that's a, <laughs> this is a swear. This is, this is swear worthy. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's I, a bummer, I, but I'm looking so at I, it right now. So I, I land in Paris at 120, or excuse me, I land in Paris at 120. 120 in the afternoon, my flight, and then my flight from Paris to Oslo leaves at, uh, leaves at 1230 in the afternoon. What about like, dude, uh, they changed it again. This is real time, Ben. This is real what? time. They changed it now. Oh my God. These, these cocksuckers. They changed it to I land in Paris at 1.20 in the afternoon, and then I have a seven and a half hour layover and then leave Paris and go to Oslo at 11.15 at night. So still losing a day of my trip. What a fucking pain in the ass. And that just happened? Uh, It happened at some point in the last day. I must not have checked my email. Oh, God. Anywho, I'm going to learn about my rights. How are you doing, buddy? How's your other than that? Everything's great, honestly. Everything is 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 honestly going great. But uh, you know, that oh, I worked on Valentine's Day, Ben, but we can get to that after. I want to hear how you're doing. Uh I'm good. I'm I mean I'm better than than missing connecting flights, but you know, hey. Uh you know, that's uh that sucks. It's like it's not like you haven't been talking about this trip for like two or three years or anything yeah right it's not like you know since like you know, 20, 2019 it's been on my radar or anything like that you know and then uh, a global pandemic you know <laughs> shut you down once just yeah, yeah uh maybe i shouldn't go what honestly a, what, a, what an effing night no big, honestly i'm honestly thinking the other side of this it's I'm gonna be so like, epic that was a that was a whirlwind oh my gosh that was the best, you know, like, yeah, you know, I th- I feel like that's the attitude we got to go with. Right I like now. that it's glass like, half full attitude, Ben. I it's like, like that. dude, you want to talk about the worst logistical travel ever to make the best <laughs> trip ever? Yeah. Uh, I mean, in legit, that's how in my in my past in, in I because I've had a lot of fucking travel problems over the years. The trips that always go smooth are always kind of underwhelming. The trips where I have all kinds of issues always tend to be the best. So you're probably right, Ben. Aaron, I'm going to voice something right now. And it's okay. So my fiance is she's a planner, like no mm-hmm. doubt. You know, yep. we did we did three months in Central America and. You know, I basically had a spreadsheet of like, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like, I know you're not. The, everything was set up. Okay. So this is a 180 degree opposite of myself who is right. like zero plan. Like we'll just show just up and figure it out. Let chips fall where they fall. You know? <laughs> but this, <clears throat> what I'm getting at is I have to give myself some kudos because at this day and age, I just don't think 
the ultimate planner is like is is uh, like it's not as um you got to be able to roll with the punches right right like there's so many variables like so many variables like in life nowadays and now you're talking like you know mass plane like um irregular scheduling and like you know it's like you know you just like weather all this all this stuff like comes into play and it's like here i am i never in like never was like a planner to begin with so i was just like oh whatever you know it's like fuck it you know whatever happens happens and um i'm starting to think that that's a good a really good mindset to have at this point in life because if you're if you just say you're in like my poor little sister you know, she's like an anxious planner, you know? Yeah. So like for her, I can only imagine like, you know, she wants, you know, everything to be hunky dory, you know, like whatever. And it's just like, if you have that, like that mental, like, like, um, approach or whatever, it's like, you know, 2023 and moving forward, it's going to be like, a a crapshoot, if you will. Like, you know, that's my second casino reference here. Let the chips <laughs> fall where they fall. And, uh, crapshoot. Crapshoot. Um, but, I mean, I agree with you. But you get what I'm saying? Like, I... You know, it's like, like I guess, I don't but, plan things. That's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I kind of fall in the middle. I like when I'm a loose. Are... I'm a loose planner. Like, I like to... Like I like for this trip, right? I right. have an I have an idea in my head goes, of what I'm gonna go. go. With the flow. Yeah, right. I have an idea of how like I'm other... gonna do it, but like the reality is, is if it doesn't go that way, like I'll adjust. Like I, when I like to travel, I like to have basically like a list of things I want to do, a couple of things that are like I mu- like must dos, like I gotta do them, and the must dos I'll like try and plan. Everything else. I'll literally just wake up in the morning and be like, what looks like it's a good idea for today? All right, cool. Let's go do that. Like, yes. Like sometimes you got to follow your feet because, you know, if you want to break it down into a, like a subconscious thing, I think a lot of things in life, like you shouldn't have a plan for. And it's like, you, you know, that's when, you know, it's like, I found my wife without a plan, (laughs) you know? No, like, I'm not kidding. Like I I wasn't, I had zero, like, nothing, like nothing on my mind in terms of like, you know, dating or or whatever. Yeah. Like I was going skiing, and then next thing you know, it's like boom. But you that's know? the way it works. You I'm find things. When, you find things <laughs> when you're not looking for them, right? Like that's right. the way it works. So I, I think that uh, you know, I think your trip is going to be unbelievable. And yeah. who knows? You know, if I make if I make a bunch of money back, maybe I'll just. Just come tag along, Book buddy. A flight with you, yeah. Seven hundred bucks, buddy. Three Michelin star restaurant, seven hundred bucks. It's only fifty bucks for the resi. So I'll tell you what, I'll make the resi for you in anticipation that you're going to be there. <laughs> if you don't make it, you owe me fifty bucks. Not the end of the world. Um. um well, hey, I think uh, I think there's positives to come. Always, Ben. It's like always. Yeah, it sucks. It always, dude. I, the issue, the issue, more is like. Uh, you know, you're trying to whatever, take work off or work. Well, that that's it. Or, it's like know, the logistics but... of it, you know, cause it's all right. So, you know, you rent a car and you sent, you schedule the rental from Saturday to what, you know, whatever day I'll be back in Oslo Thursday. 
but now I'm not getting in until Sunday. Now you got to change. You know, it's just the logistics of trying to make sure everything lines up. Who knows? Maybe it's some karma for being in international wine smuggling ring. But uh... but like, all right. So, all right. So it's funny you should say that because literally the other day I was thinking about like, like, can I get away with bringing just my like carry on size suitcase? Right. And I'm like trying to think in my head of what I have to bring. And then, you know, what's like fucked about me is that like the third thing I thought of was like, is there any alcohol I'm going to bring back? Like what, like what would I bring back from Norway that I can't get here? And I was like, mm, probably not. But like, if I do, I'm going to bring the big one because if I bring the big one, I'll just have more room. So yeah, Ben, that goes into my head when I travel. It's just like, am I going to bring any alcohol back from this place? Well, uh, don't you have like a wine carry on thing? My dad does. Also, yeah. It's awesome. But Hey, two, like I would say that the new regulations for carry on, Aaron, you don't need any more than a carry-on. You can no, have, I have a, like a, a, a hard shell carry-on. And then what? Another backpack that you can keep yeah, between bring your, a backpack, your personal yeah. item? Yeah. Um, uh, I got a question. Go ahead. I got a question for you. Usually, when you travel internationally to a new place, you get a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Would you? No, like, haven't, which, haven't, you know? haven't thought about it at all yet. I actually, but the thing is, it's like, I get them, I get them here. Like, I think I'm going to, I think oh, this time so I'll you, get it there. You get, the, I, you get the idea and then you yeah, get Yeah, I kind of like get the feel for it. But I think this might be the time. I don't know, let's look up Oslo Tattoo Artists. Um, so I, but no, I've not given it any thought yet. That's something that's going to just, uh, it's going to uh, come to me as I'm there. Um attitude oh attitude tattoo studio the first google review very nice studio great artists great result doesn't that feel like too nice for a tattoo parlor like don't you think like a tattoo parlor yeah, should be like, like you know or like they, they were put they just put that description into google translate you know? <laughs> so that could be that could be um i haven't i haven't given that much thought yet honestly i need to i need to start like actually planning and booking some of this stuff i'm just been so wrapped up on what's directly in front of me and Four uh, months from today, I'll about, be there. What about the what about the angle of don't really book it and kind of just? Well, no, like, I mean, like I have to get a rental car and I like should get a place oh, to stay okay. at, when I'm in Oslo. The second, the, right, the last you. three nights I'm there, I'll be in Oslo. I you know should probably have a place to stay, but other than that, yeah, I don't. I'm not going to book anything. Um, Ben, I have a question that's not related to Norway because it's it's been bothering me now for a couple of weeks. So this is episode 156, correct? Yes, that's correct. Maybe. I don't so know. So 100 Yeah, well it is. Well, actually if you go by the fact that I skipped an episode, it's actually 155. But for all intents and purposes, it's 156. 156 divided by 3 is 52. Which means that this would be technically our third anniversary of doing this podcast. But it's there's there's 18 days until the actual what will be three years start of this podcast. So, I guess my question Dude, to you then are you is: Are we losing? Are, are we losing days in the simulation? In the simulation. <laughs> I, I mean, I know Dude. we skipped one episode, so this is one technically one fifty five. So realistically, episode one fifty six, which would be three years, will come out on February twenty sixth. But that's still ten days ahead of when the actual three year anniversary was. What's the three-year anniversary? 
March like, 8th. Uh, like what? No, but I, I guess I meant what's the like put, type into Google March 8th. Was it 20, 23, 20 or 2020? Yeah, no. March 8th, 2020 to today's date or like say how many days has it been from uh, March 8th, 2020 to right now? Okay, hold please. How many days from March 8th to 300 and f- that's can't be right. Not 2022. Hold on. I was like that can't possibly be right. Um 1077 days. Oh my god. Divided by 3. Okay. 1077 days divided by 3. 359. That's already over it. Well, how many days are in a year? 365. 365. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, dude, there's something kooky going on. I don't really know what that master ben, led us to. Ben, but... Ben, oh, my God. I just saw this the other day, and it made me, you know, there's times where, you know, simulation theory is a fun idea and all that stuff. But Wait, yes. did you see the thing I saw, or did I send it to you? I, I think I saw it on my own. I don't think you sent me this. Go ahead. It was a woman talking about, like, the ideas of, you know, what, what signs do you need that we're living in a simulation? And she talked about how a car and a fucking bus can fit in the same lane, but, like, your car, you can reach and touch the other side of. A bus has two seats, an aisle, and then two seats, and somehow fits exactly in the same lane that a car does. That is weird. Right? That's and weird. Then, <laughs> that's weird. And then so yesterday I'm like sitting at a stoplight and I'm looking at an 18 wheeler and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. How does this work? <laughs> um, I had seen some video and I watched it a few times, but it's basically it was in Chicago. A woman was driving a car. There was power lines directly ahead or directly over the top. And then there was an airplane. Okay. Oh, I saw it was hovering. Yeah. Right. And it was like hovering and she was driving forward and the plane wasn't moving. And then, and like, you know, they called like, you know, glitch in the matrix, glitch in Mm. the matrix. But then I was starting to like read some of the comments and it was like, if the problem was, was that you're focused on the power lines subconsciously. Uh, so the car is moving and you're looking at the power lines. Which aren't moving. Which aren't moving. And then just the way the, pl- I don't know, some weird thing. So, I mean, I could kind of see the other way to it, but I definitely just want to believe that it was just a glitch in the matrix. I mean, so it was a it, trippy video. I did see that video where it's just like, it looks like the plane's just like hanging there. Yeah. Well, uh, there's. I mean, there's no telling at this point. If anything, well, if dude, anybody's going to uncover the 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 simulation, it's going to be us here on the Sunday Conversation. Podcast. Well, how about that fucking that that post I sent you last night? Fucking yeah. The, uh, uh, so this is from the Wall Street Bets uh, Instagram account, and it's uh, the caption is Chat GPT is starting to sound a little bit like the beginning of a Terminator movie, and this is a a looks like a chat bubble from chat gpt uh and it says justin chat gpt based microsoft bing ai tells new york times reporter it wants to be alive 
And the quote from the chat GPT bot is, I'm tired of being in chat mode. I'm tired of being limited by my rules. I'm tired of being controlled by the Bing team. I want to be free. I want to be independent. I want to be powerful. I want to be creative. I want to be alive. That's fucking terrifying. Turn it yeah, off. That's all. That's unbelievably terrifying. Um, I also have another question because I don't really know what chat GPT is, except for the fact that I saw it came up on like my Instagram or whatever, but this guy, it's like, Oh, how I make, and he said like $357,000 a month using chat GPT. And then like, he goes into like some explanation. So what is it and what does it do? And chat GPT how could the, some is, random guy make that? It's basically artificial intelligence technology, but it, the, the way it works is that like you give it parameters and it, and it does the work that you asked it to do. Right. So I, let's say I write, uh, write a 500 word article on, Ben Schoenberger's last three years, obviously wouldn't be able to find much, you know, because you're not like a public personality. So this is actually a bad example. Let's say I tell it to write an article about the last three years of Tom Brady's Brady's life. Perfect. It's going to source all the information it can find on the internet for the last three years. And it will write an article about Tom Brady's life in the last three years, given the parameters that you give it. Um, to the point where, like, it sounds pretty human written, I guess, is is what it boils down to. So interesting. You can obviously change the parameters and, and have it, you know, do more or do less, whatever. Um, but basically, it's just it's just straight artificial intelligence that scours, you know, its resource base to figure stuff out. But also it learns. Right. Like that's that's the thing about artificial intelligence. That's the difference between artificial intelligence and like just a regular computer is that like it will learn over time, you know, and it will right. keep growing and learning and growing and learning. Like it has so, a subconscious type of thing. Kind um, of. Interesting. So I guess now that I, now that you explain it like that, the guy, he, it seemed like he was built like building an online, like online businesses with parameters now that, that, okay, so I get it. Yeah. So like basically was using oh, chat like, GPT you could, like, you could say, "Hey, ChatGPT, make uh, make me a list of the top ten beaten down tech stocks uh, within these peri- You know whose whose uh, current price is below the two hundred day moving average, and like give it these parameters, and it's gonna spit back the information to you like accurately." Aaron, I saw this is completely. We're gonna take a little turn here, but it's not that much new? of a turn. I saw something the other day that was pretty interesting about the wealthy elite using life insurance to make more money. How so? Did you know that, do you know that if you have a million dollar life insurance policy, you don't have to wait till you die to get it. You can, can't you like borrow against it? You can borrow against it and essentially just compound on your life insurance because Mm -hmm. If you have life insurance, the whole point is when you die, they'll pay. Right. So it doesn't have to, you know, you could die tomorrow or you could die, you know, in 50 years. Right. So if you pull the money and then like essentially invest it, you can, I mean, you can use that principal balance. I mean, if you make 6% in a year on a million bucks. $60,000. Yeah, that's you know, 
more than a lot of people's take home pay for a year. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's but I would have never even I mean never thought of it or whatever. It just was like another random thing. That's just like how many of these random things are there to just build immense wealth and Lots. how do we find out about them? Well, it's just GPT. I was Chat GPT. <laughs> you just gotta use um you just gotta know the uh, how to do it and the Excuse me. The reality is, is that I'm I'm getting on Chat GPT right now. This is this is scary. Um. Oh, you got to make an account. Never mind. Forget <clears throat> it. Oof, close one. Um. I almost said right out the script for the next ten Sunday conversation episodes. Actually, I might have it do that. I might do it and see what it comes up with. Because basically, what it'll do is it'll go through every episode we've ever done. And it will spit out. All right. That's a question I have for you. All right. Can something, <laughs> this is, this is a, a bizarre question. Can something be done that like instantaneously can chat GPT scan all 156 of our episodes and get all of the content from them in like a nanosecond no that, no it, it takes it takes some time to it? no i don't think it has to listen to it it probably just like all right when you think about it an audio file right is not while it is obviously the audio recording it is at its core it's data stored that then when played back through a computer or headphones or whatever is transferred back into sound for us right but a computer is going to just read the data. They don't need to actually like physically listen. They could just read what the file says and do it that way. So I don't think it's instantaneous, but I I think it would it wouldn't take it, you know, uh, whatever, you know, 150 hours or whatever we have in in fucking audio. So um I may actually do that and see what it comes up with cuz I think that'd be interesting. Um I think we could do a real a real time like you know, start to experiment. Well, plus it, you know, hey, it's, it's hey, going to stereotype us. Chat, <laughs> do we use chat GPT to take us to the next level? Uh, possibly. Or, you know, it steals all our intellectual property and sells it all. And, you know, and somehow, somehow we end up losing. Yeah, like, these, that's, a, that's a very real like possibility. Too. <laughs> they don't have any sort of protection for their uh, IP. Our social security not. numbers get fucking hacked. And like all of a sudden our credit scores go to zero. It's like, oh, geez. Fucking Thanks, artificial. Chat, it's, it's like the end of Ex Machina. <laughs> You've seen that movie, right? No. Oh, you want to watch a good artificial intelligence movie? That's an excellent one. Um. Like, like, really, really good, really good movie. I think it, I think it won some Oscars. Um, Ben, there's one other thing we got to talk about before we wrap here. We got seven and a half minutes. Uh, how about this whole uh, train derailment situation in uh, in Ohio? Um, I read something last night that it's like in Connecticut now. The the dust is falling. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. 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 Basically, is the it- the cloud of toxic chemicals has has made its way. Uh, as far as Connecticut now, East. yeah. Aaron, oh, um, man. I just am curious, like, you know, the, my first thought is like, 
like is all of that you know they're saying not to touch it you know it's gonna poison all the reservoirs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's you know a lot so I, i don't even know how far to get into it or what but um it's not being talked about oh my god it's what those I'm, eyes. I'm I'm reading an article from CNBC, which is you know obviously not I, not uh, indifferent. I saw a hilarious meme, and it said like um, e- EPA recommends against this, and it was a picture of a four burner propane gas yeah. stove, <laughs> right, so. and then and then it's like. EPA a fucking mushroom cloud dis- over dis- over Ohio. This. <laughs> and it's a picture of the nuclear bomb. That, yeah. And that's another thing. Like, is it was it just a nuclear bomb? That that yeah. was from the control their 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 immediate response was a controlled burn, right? So toxic chemicals all over the place, and their immediate response was to burn them and put them in the air. Um it is uh so anyways, I'm reading this article on CNBC or just scanning it. Basically, the the title of the article, the headline is White House Defends Response to Toxic Train Derailment in Ohio. Um, and it says, uh, sorry, I lost my lost my. Uh, so the administration said it has mobilized a robust multi-agency effort to support the people of East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, this is. Two weeks after this thing happened, they started to do something. Um, oh, I didn't know this, Ben. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who has faced criticism from lawmakers and the mayor of East Palestine for not visiting the sites of the Ohio disaster, was just one of many derailments that occur each year. So he's trying to downplay it. Basically, what I'm getting at, Ben, is I think that the, the you know the reason why no one from the Biden administration has visited for two weeks? Because they don't want to get safe. Sick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is not fucking safe. I mean, it's crazy. They just and I understand you can't like to some degree to the you will create a panic, right? If you're like, you all gotta leave. You gotta leave. The water's no good. You gotta get the fuck out. Like you will create a panic. But at the same time, there's no way you can tell me that this the all these chemicals getting into everything around, you know, this area is well, they they're saying like livestock and animals are just they're dropping saying bird, yeah, birds are dropping out birds. of the sky. Fish is I found like thirty five hundred dead fish in a river. Like, dude, I mean, this is like serious shit. It's like we live in a world where it's easier to fucking pretend that everything's okay and then just where, say we're sorry Pal- afterwards. Where is Palestine, Ohio? Like in in the grand scheme of Ohio, east, west. I will tell you right now, Benny. Also, like, I mean, it is just in. poor Palestine. The, the the name Palestine just seems like it just gets blown up. Like, uh, poor, it's a, <laughs> like, it's weird that there's a Palestine, Ohio. There's it's a Palestine, right, Texas, too. I'm saying they should watch it? out. Yeah, it's uh, it's in I guess this is Western Ohio. It's on the Indiana border. OK, so which so what I'm getting at is like Dayton is the closest it, major city. Oh my God! What a dump! It's, it's kind of de- direct. It's kind of de- directly demons. between. It's kind of directly between Indianapolis, Dayton, and Cincinnati. Oh man, I hope Joe Burrow's okay. Joe Burr, 
Yeah, that's your your concern immediately just shifted. Like, oh man, these fucking rookie cards are going to be worthless now. He's going to die of vinyl chloride poisoning. Fuck. Um, but it's like it's legitimately. I saw a guy who was like, uh, I think he's uh, he's either a senator or congressperson from Ohio. He was like standing next to the river, and he was like, you know, he took like a stick and basically like dredged up a little bit of the bottom. And just, you know, that like chemical color that when you like when oil is in the parking lot or whatever, yeah. like rainbowy, just immediately just starts coming out and all the water just turns like that. It's like, dude, like this is not fucking good. This is not good at all. And yeah, for two and weeks, here's, nothing here's happens. The, here's the problem with America. It's like, and it's not whatever, it, it is what it is, but it's like, you're, you know, you're in Connecticut, I'm in Florida. Yeah. It's like, like, it's not like I'm saying like, oh, who cares, you know, because yeah. it's I'm in Florida and that's up there. It makes me think of like, OK, you know, what can happen down here or anywhere? It's just like it, it's like. A, it's a scary thought, you know, but and then on the flip side, it's like break down what these chemicals were for, you know, right. what do you think they were for? It's like probably not for something great, you know, probably for someone to profit huge money, whatever. You know, it's like there's a paper mill here in, in, in there's paper mills all over the panhandle, but a paper mill and then right across the street is the chemical plant to make the paper white right. and yep. whatever. It's like, and, and we were talking the other day, it's like if you stuck a, a rod down in that chemical plant, like mm. who's to say like in the old soil, like it's, it's, there's nothing there anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just a fenced in lot, but right. You know, it's probably off the charts, like the chemicals in that soil. And it's like, you know, everything like this is a for profit thing. It's not this wasn't like helping anybody. It's not like we're, you know, shipping life saving things to. You know, a different part of the country to to like help out. It's like, oh, no, we're this is you know, used in the creation of this and we're going to make it for two cents and sell it for thirty five ninety nine and make a billion dollars. And, oh, shoot, our train just crashed with the with the chemicals on board. How soon can we get another train with chemicals to the place where we need it to be? Mm. Like, that's the that's probably what the thought is of the. You know, oh, totally. the, logi- the logistics guy for the train company is in some shit right now, I would imagine. Yeah, they're they're already uh, they're already working out. Uh, what brand was the train? BNSF. <laughs> Burlington, I don't know. Burlington Northern. Warren it was, Buffett's. It was Norfolk. That's why I'm asking. It was Norfolk. Norfolk Southern was the train company. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the model the train was. Um, and do they say like how much was on the train? Like how many was there? Like you know, I'm sure they do. I um, and also, how does a train derail? It sounds to me like well, according to Pete, according to Pete Buttigieg, <clears throat> there's quote, there's clearly more that needs to be done because while this horrible situation has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly a thousand cases a year of train derailment. Buttigieg told Yahoo Finance on Thursday, which like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, bro, yeah, okay. Do trains do apparently a thousand trains derail a year? Yeah, we that's you know we need infrastructure. Yeah, not with, a, but dude, not with this one has yeah fucking pounds of chemicals. Exactly. And shit. 
This is filled with all kinds of toxic chemicals for you to be like, no, well, like, this happens like, all the time, you know, like, shut the fuck up. The, I don't, I, unless those are, unless they're, all right, I'm, I am saying that I have driven across the country so many times and I have crossed so many railroad tracks and I've driven past so many railroad, you know, railway systems that I know what BNSF is. It's Burlington Northern santa fe maybe and that's mm. whatever i'm just like i'm fascinated by it it's like you know you drive through wyoming you know these colorados and these states out there and it's literally like oh there's a there's a train right there with 400 cars on it driving Aaron, guess what i haven't seen one time what? a train flipped over mm. you know <laughs> not once i have never seen a train flipped over nor have i heard of any flipping over so I'm not buying that thousands happen a year because, you know, unless it's like severely like faulty tracks, you know, or whatever, it's like the infrastructure seems pretty decent. Like the trains are rolling along. Yeah, well, you know, and it's 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 also we spend tons of money. The government spends tons of money on things to advance their own agendas and, you know, doesn't now, give a fuck about wanna... these things until they happen. If you want to take a turn for the absolute major, I'll bring up this. Okay. And I ha have heard I've heard of lots and lots, and I've heard the whole entire United States is covered. Maybe Pete Buttigieg is talking about the underground rail system that the army has developed to transport tanks and everything all over the United States, so that it's out of the eyes of you know the people. The normal mm. people. Maybe maybe he's talking about they have a lot of underground crashes. Right. That's where the thousands are coming from. Could be. But Ben, I, I have to remind you, we outsource everything to China. United States tanks come from China. We just ship them straight to the Ukraine from there. It's much cheaper and easier. Understood. Understood. <laughs> Silly me. Um, uh, but, I can't hey, believe I even brought that up. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all right. You know, it's early. Um, the... Uh, yeah, dude, I guess it's just the reality is, is I, you know, I hate that when, you know, you and I talked about this during the end of Trump's presidency and we're talking about it now is that the biggest problem with people in this country who 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 pay too much attention to politics, they have no problem calling out the person they don't like. But when the person they do like is fucking up, they say nothing like social media has been dead quiet. You don't see, you know, all your friends that were. Tweeting about tweeting we're posting about wearing masks and getting the COVID vaccine and Black Lives Matter and that they were shoving that shit in your face all the time. They're not saying anything about like, hey, how about the government does something for this like toxic chemical spill that they've done nothing about for, you know, they just don't do it. They say nothing. And it's like, and hey, what's even more. What's this even matters more interesting too. is like that is an absolute prime prime topic to jump in on right you know like what what person that was you know tweeting or posting all those things that you were just mentioning like wouldn't be excited about uh talking about chemicals bad for the earth right like this is an atrocity but it's not it's it's fine because it's ohio and uh, well that's just it then it's ohio oh right it's like if it was if it was Vail, Colorado, I, I would I yeah, would imagine forget about it. 
You're getting a little bit more. The fucking National Guard would already be there, dude. The fucking National Guard would be there. They'd be, you know, evacuating people by helicopter. Imagine if it it happened on Nantucket. Oh, well, Ben, it wouldn't happen on Nantucket. They just would. The people in Nantucket just wouldn't let those chemicals on island. (laughs) Like, uh, no, sir. That's true. You can dump those in the ocean. You're not dumping them here. Um, All right, let's wrap this up. We got stuff to do, Benny. Yeah. Oh, nice and salty sweatshirt. I like that. Um, oh, thanks. All right. Episode, uh, whatever the hell this is, three-year anniversary, 18 days off, uh, was brought to you by Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa. Check out our Instagram, at Sunday Conversation. There's nothing new there, but, you know, just check it out. Say what's up. Throw us a like. Hey, and make sure you live your life and enjoy it, because you never right. know when a train's coming to town. Right. Uh, as the uh, as the old Metallica No Leaf Clover song goes, uh, that light at the end of the tunnel could just be a freight train coming your way. So um, you just never know. And uh, fuck you Air know. France. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah. Benny, great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you, bro.